Hi, welcome. You're listening to Jason Tay. Growing up, I've always been constantly amazed and inspired by the world around us, as it has a tendency to hide its secrets in plain sight. I think we have much to learn from this world we live in. Today's podcast will be on the first rechargeable battery was created by humans, but did we really? We all know that air and water is vital for life on Earth. But what if I tell you that they play a much bigger and important role than you think they did to begin with? Think of the Earth as a living and breathing organism. And like us, where we have our blood to help transport energy and nutrients around our body, Air and water of the earth functions similarly. The earth does this transport through many different processes, and one of which, which is also very important, is the water cycle. This is where moist warm air will rise from the earth's surface and accumulate in the atmosphere, and eventually form clouds. When the clouds get more saturated with warm moist air, and this warm moist air crashes into much cooler air as it rises high above or when it's blown by the winds into a cold front, condensation will occur. And when this happens, what happens next would be water vapour will first change into water and immediately freeze into ice. And as it falls, Depending on the temperature of the air column that is falling through, it can fall as hail, snow, or as rain. And yes, all rain starts off as falling ice. Doesn't really matter if this rain is falling in the tropics or not. It all starts off as ice. This is pretty much how the earth recycles and returns much of our needed drinking water back to Earth. And through this process, we have heard many destructive forces of nature through storms, which is basically the formation of storm clouds, hurricanes, and tornadoes. But in particular, I would like to talk about thunderstorms, as they can produce a particular phenomenon known as lightning. And lightning strikes, we know, can be dangerous and destructive. However, the lack of lightning strikes will create a much more dangerous environment for us. We have to imagine the earth that we live on is very much like a giant rechargeable battery. And just like rechargeable batteries that we are familiar with, it has also to undergo constant recharging and discharging to keep it going. Just like any rechargeable battery, overcharging the cell could cause irreparable damage to the rechargeable battery because basically rechargeable batteries work on trying to re-establish an equilibrium of electrons or energy. Just like you may think of the earth as a giant rechargeable battery, 
The only difference is the Earth is a much more sensitive and fragile rechargeable battery. You may think the clouds is the negative terminal of the battery and the ground is the positive terminal of the battery. And energy will always move from the negative terminal to the positive terminal. So what happens on Earth is that as we are constantly being bombarded by cosmic rays, there will be a buildup of negatively charged energy in the clouds. And the ground which is positively charged will create an attraction for the energy that is being built up in the clouds. And when you see a lightning striking the ground, which is called a lightning stroke, most often than not what you see or what you are seeing is a surge of negatively charged energy that is being attracted by the positively charged earth. And when these charges meet, a strong electrical current will be produced, which discharges the neg negatively charged clouds. And this energy is discharged into the earth. Apart from this discharging of the negatively charged electrons up in our atmosphere, the occurrence of lightning also produces a very important gas called ozone, which basically forms and repairs our ozone layer, which we all know protects us from UV light rays coming from the sun, which is also a type of cosmic ray. Now, without this constant energy transfer, the electrical balance between the Earth's surface and the atmosphere will cease to exist and disappear in about five minutes. Imagine this, if there was no lightning striking the ground anywhere around the world for five minutes, this will break the cycle. And in essence, the huge rechargeable battery called Earth will cease to function if lightning does not occur. Without lightning, the ozone layer will also stop repairing itself and continue to deteriorate to an extent where it may finally stop protecting us from these dangerous cosmic rays, as only through the formation of lightning will cause the production of ozone gas. You may question how much lightning could we actually have happening or occurring around the world. Now, here are some statistics and numbers to think about. Just looking at lightning strokes, which is basically lightning hitting the ground, and only those, and none of those that you see flashing across the sky. But just having lightning hitting the ground, we actually have a whopping 3 billion lightning strikes per year happening around the world on average. And this equates down to about 8 million lightning strokes per day on a global average. And that brings us to about 100 lightning strokes per second globally. Now, after knowing there's a whole bunch of lightning strikes hitting the ground every day or every second, now let's think about the amount of energy 
that is being transferred from the clouds to the ground through these lightning strikes. Now to give you an idea, an average of 1000 kilojoules is transferred through one lightning stroke. And if we have 8 million lightning strokes occurring per day on a global average, this gives us 8 billion kilojoules of energy transfer from the cloud to the ground per day. Now, to put some perspective of actually how much this amount of energy is being transferred is, imagine one day's worth of lightning strokes can power about 2,600 homes on average for a year. So think about it. How fast is a lightning stroke and what is the duration of a lightning stroke and just that amount of energy in that short split second, you are able to, if you are able to harness the entire energy from a lightning stroke, it can power 2,600 homes of one whole year. And that's just the immense power of one lightning bolt. Now, if you think that's the end of how amazing thunderstorms are, it not only produces lightning, it not only transfers energy that we keep accumulating up in our atmosphere and transferring it down to Earth, it also produces ozone to help protect us from cosmic rays. But here's the thing, not only does lightning put on a spectacular and amazing light show up in the sky, but when it hits the ground, which contains a high concentration of silica, it forms these amazing intricate art sculptures that is buried in the sand called fulgurite, which is basically petrified lightning. Can you imagine preserving lightning? You should look up these images of these fulgurites because they are just gnarly and amazing all at the same time. They're basically what lightning looks like in solid form. Now, with all this said about how amazing lightning and our water cycle and storms and what artworks that lightning can create, I like to draw a connection to us as humans. The earth has been around for billions of years and it too grows through constant movement to keep itself healthy and to be in equilibrium. I think we should also take a page out of the earth's notebook and keep ourselves in constant movement to stay healthy. And who knows, we might find something below the surface of ourselves, just as beautiful just as amazing as Fugurite underneath the sand. Good day to all, until we next meet. Goodbye.